Yeah, just get a fucking DVD of Billy Blank's Tybo. There you go, <laughs> Billy Blank's. I'll set you. Just yeah, go to Goodwill, pick that up, yeah. I'll get you going. Like 25 cents. That's my Fitbit. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Lane. My name is Warren. And I'm Brian. Art is still in Mexico. Yep. Hey, can I start with an uh, automotive memory? Nope. Yeah, go for it. I don't know why I ask. I'm going to start with an automotive memory. All right. Lane, remember that time when uh, we were driving up, we were a road trip up in uh, Chico, and there was that 510 for sale, that blue 510 on the road? Nope. Oh, you don't remember this? With Frankie? Yeah. Dude, you don't remember that? When his navigation skills Dude, got that was us. amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I have navigation skills. We go left at that farm right there. Dude, it was my buddy's house. I haven't <laughs> seen this guy in like 15 years. <laughs> yeah. We get random, like, I don't know, for some reason, it's direction to work. Or, some, or Redding. Redding. Okay, yeah, Redding. And uh, yeah, somehow, this is like pre-smartphones, yep. way pre-smartphones. Yep, yep. We don't have maps in the We're car, in I don't corn think. fields. Yeah. You don't and, have a map? No. We probably had maps in the glove box. At that time, you did. but And it was... A, was it in the Villager? Yep. Yeah, probably maps in the glove box. Um, but yeah, none of us have been in this town. Somehow, Frankie just navigates us to the right spot. Yep. Like, it was crazy. It was so weird. Frankie yeah. will do that to us. It was very weird. Dude. Yeah. We were all calling really, it the whole time. No, we're no. like, you have no idea where we're going. Yeah. It's like, dude, just follow the directions. And um, Brian's friends like gave us all this weed. And it was weird. It was an awesome party. It was like a really cool party. <laughs> we were totally surprised. Um, okay, so you don't remember that one. How about this one? Twain Hart. Oh, yeah. When we were walking around all hammered yep. and uh, we found that Subaru rally car. Yeah, I totally remember the that. The Justy rally that was car. was sweet. It was and lifted it was like with 2300 bucks yeah. with a full cage. Oh, yeah. If, if that was today, we would buy that thing. Yeah. And we wanted to back then. Dude, I definitely wrote down the number and oh, it was yeah. like, you know, back then when you had a for sale sign. It's Couldn't just take Craigslist. a picture of it with your smartphone. No, you could either. not. No. He had to find like a paper and pen. Yeah. Which Brian usually luckily have, has in his have, pocket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, it. Cars almost bought in. <laughs> that's the that's segment. a new segment. <laughs> Cars almost bought in. Uh, project car updates. Brian. Uh, none. Not applicable. I'll go, and then I know you have a big one. Okay. Um, Mighty Max. 1995. Yeah. Mitsubishi. Best year of the Mighty Max. I think it might be the last year of oh, the U.S. Mighty which Max. Which is probably the best year. Highly collectible, sought after. Yeah. Um, Has more features. Did I tell you that on eBay, when I was looking for parts for it, I found a bro, uh, dealer brochure of a 95 Mighty Max in my color? You did tell us. God. You, you said you were going to buy it. It's still sitting there. No one bought all, it yet. They were probably all in that color that year or something, the gray. Or like the the brochures and stuff. That was probably the the color for that car, you know. You think so? They're like, oh, pick let's any make color it a really you want. Boring color. Yeah, any color you want, as long uh, as it's a uh, commercial office park gray, <laughs> cubicle gray, H O N cabinet, <laughs> filing cabinet, <laughs> tan. Um, oh, I just got a text from Art. I'm good to be on for Sunday if you can hook me up. Oh, I'm so shit. sorry, Art. That ship has sailed. I'm sorry, bro. Um. But we'll talk to you real soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, really. We wish we could do, do that, but it's we're not even hooked up for it. We're not um, hooked up. Getting back to my story, ninety-five Mighty Max. Um, so we all know about the window being broken, my bungee cords and tie downs. Everyone's joking about the bungee cords, but the tie downs are really the sad thing. And your rock. 
I have. A well, rock. you gained a rock. I gained a new rock. rock. Yeah, new rock. River rock. <laughs> yeah, river rock. Um, Smooth one. So I replace the starter. It would start, but it still has this super intermittent click. Nothing happens. Not this horrible noise the starter was making. The starter was bad, but so this... the ground just or the grounder. So could be that, ground. That's what we thought, right? And my buddy Phil at work used to work at Mitsubishi as a dealer. He had an Evo. He loves them. And he's all pumped on the Mighty Max. He, like, wants it. I don't know what... <laughs> Sell it. it to him. Dude, he has a freaking F-250 diesel. Then trade it. I know. Uh, by the way, this same uh, symptom is yeah. exactly what Cold Turkey was doing. Okay. sailboat. Click, click. What the fuck? And then all of a sudden it starts. Yep. And I usually think that's starter. So but it's something different. Right? And so I'm, like, hearing the relay click, and I'm like, oh, it's a relay. And we look at the grounds for that for the starter and the battery and everything and it's they're all corroded and the mm. the wire the cables are all old and just it's been sitting you know a lot so phil just takes it upon himself just be like no we can just rewire all this stuff i'm like nah it's i don't know it's a lot of work it's pretty straightforward and then like in a matter of minutes he's ripping wires out and <laughs> splicing stuff <laughs> and, and now i'm like all right go for it basically and he totally hooked me up um so brand new battery terminals um fuses, uh, power supply to the starter, et cetera, et cetera. Grounds are all new and nice. Same problem. Like, God damn it. So then I'm under the dash because I'm looking for the additional relays and I'm under the steering column area and there's wires everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck are all these wires? Like just miles of wires and shit. And pretty common underneath dashboards. Yeah. But this is, this is messy. It doesn't look stock. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't Someone put stock. a system in it. It's either they put a system in it or a really bad alarm. Car alarm, yeah. Um, yeah. Car alarm so the worst. We Dude, found stereos and alarms just ruined. They're cars. horrible. So we found a shitty alarm. Cut it out. Cut out all the wiring and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I pulled the deck to look at the stereo speaker wires. There's like three different versions of speaker wires that someone has just jammed behind this the the CD player. Anyways, that's not related to the starter, but it just shows that people have been fucking with this truck yeah. constantly took the all the alarm stuff out fires right up and it hasn't done it since sweet so that's fixed uh so to so to speak um so then you know light bulb over my head that's what the problem was with cold turkey car yeah. alarb <laughs> you know, a little viper yeah um and then uh Let's see. What else did I do? Um, you already told us about the window, I think. Yep. You replaced that. You yeah, it was a major window. pain in the ass. So hard to do yep. that. Um, I'm trying to think of something else I did. Um, BMW, anything? Window latches. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this That's is them. the old. I brought the old ones in. Um, yeah, look at those. Those are sun-baked and brittle, huh? Yeah, look at those uh, uh, pivot crack. point, right? Yeah. Um, so I replaced the uh, rear side window uh, oh, so pop out latches. Really simple. You could have this fabbed up. This piece. I was thinking like a because all this is metal and it's not going to. But they're it. they're riveted. But you can you can drill, drill out, out the rivets. And yeah, I guess rivets. so. Yeah. Or or they're, you can do screws with uh, a bolt with um, nuts on either end. That's true. But yeah, but how, you're going to get that fabbed up, Lane. Yeah. Like out 3D metal? printed or something. You can have it 3D printed out of metal. Wow. Um, or you could just have one of the a machine shop make you a piece. This well, is a pretty simple piece too. Like you could, yeah. you could buy some kind of bracket and cut it to make it fit like this. Hmm. It'd be pretty fun easy. to re-engineer these because they're not available except for through BMW and they're seventy bucks a piece. 
Yeah, and this part's all good. Yeah. So you do yeah. a core exchange. Yeah. Exactly. So I did this. Uh, Lane this just started a business. He uh, just registered the website. This uh, wasn't bmwwindowlatches.com. It wasn't super hard to do, and it's nice that they're slightly adjustable. You see where they screw in, and this you can move them. Yeah, a bit, it has a little slider, which is really convenient. Um, after I finished it, I looked at the old ones, and they're not on it anymore. But right here was uh, where it bolts to the glass was a small rubber seal, like oh, a grommet, yeah. a little washer that were all f- smashed and tattered. So now I need to find a new little rubber grommet. Nah, it's not too hard. I just need to find something. But I didn't even realize that the new ones don't come with it. And I put the new ones on without Uh, seeing that these were still stuck to the old one. Go to, uh, I bet like Ace has something. Yeah. They have a lot of little stuff I was almost just going to make it, you know. But they'll have a lot of little, they have little grommets like that. So you can, like I uh, bought something similar when I put the plug in my my back window on the 944. Mm Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, it's metal on glass. So I used a, yeah. I bought a little grommet from them and I had to cut the whole the opening bigger. Yep. So they have a bunch of those there. Okay. So you'll be totally I just fine. remember one more thing on the Mighty Max. Intermittent high idle. And I've had this problem since before the starter went out. Like, vroom, no, vroom. high. Like oh. Two, 3,000 RPM. Oh, shit. And, uh, we adjusted the idle screw all the way down and looked at connections and stuff, sprayed it down for intake leaks, nothing, can't find anything. There's two possibilities. One is the throttle position sensor. Um, they're fairly inexpensive, like 40 bucks, um, up to 140 bucks, depending on the style, which they all look the same. So I'd have to like take mine out and check the part number or the throttle body mm-hmm. and the throttle bodies are 500 bucks. Oh, damn. Maybe I could get a used one. There's one Mighty Max at a pick and pull in, you know, the greater area, and it's not the right year. I think if it's that, I'm done. You're done, yeah. I'm over it. You have to be. It's not worth it. I can't justify it. So how? what do you think? There's this kid that works for us. He has a Mitsubishi Eclipse. Mm-hmm. What year? Uh, First generation. First gen, I want to say. But non-turbo. That's square, old? Yeah, square one. 80s? Wow. So... He can't on like the smog. It failed smog because, and it kind of he can't hold it at twenty five hundred RPM. Huh? It'll hunt like it'll yeah. hunt around. Yeah. What do you think that would be? A uh, throttle position sensor. It would be or a vacuum lines, right? Yeah, maybe a vacuum issue. Has he sprayed it down for intake leaks? I don't know. Um, throttle body. Could throttle be throttle body. body. Yeah. Yeah, exp- expensive, stupid shit. Yep. <laughs> you can't. And it's uh, mine's intermittent. Like yeah. I've been driving around the last three days, it hasn't done it. Huh. So maybe adjusting the how idle about, helped. How about just spraying it out, like cleaning the throttle body? Yeah, that might help. But the fact it's intermittent doesn't think you wouldn't think it's going to do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, seems like you'd have rough running issues, or it wouldn't hold idle at all. But then once in a while, uh, in the past, I would start it up and it would be singing at three grand. I think you and I were. Brian, we're taking a drive in it. Like at yeah. night, we were yeah. going downtown or something, and the thing was yeah going crazy. That was the last time I really was driving it back in the day. It's fuel injected, right? Yeah, you can pull the covers off of some of that stuff and check for operation. Like, kind of this one's not so stuff. That's like crazy. That. I mean, on my E30, I had to like pull off well, this that, thing and that's it was glued, different. and then I, I've like, done the same thing on my E30, but this is a totally different setup. It's yeah. like throttle body, not mass airflow kind of. Thing. Well, those are two different things, too. Yeah, he's talking about mass airflow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mass airflow is, yeah, that's a totally different thing. Yeah, it's not a mass airflow oh. issue, I don't think. Um, 
so friend of a friend is a Mitsubishi master tech. He's a foreman at the dealer. Where's the dealer? Uh, in San Jose, I think. Mitsubishi's still a thing? Yeah, dude. Yeah. They make two cars. Okay. Maybe really? three. They make the Outlander. Oh, uh, yeah. Make SUVs. And the Lancer. The maybe. Lancer, no. No. <laughs> Not the Evo, but the Lancer. Oh, okay. Maybe. Do they make a Lancer? Gallant, maybe? No, they don't make Gallant. <laughs> I love this. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Automotive podcast at its best. Oh, they make that little Mirage. And the, that uh, IMEV. I, yeah. Or MIEV? Yes, something like that. Their little weird egg electric car. Yeah. Is, really? Yeah, the worst car okay. the, the, <laughs> on the road. So, um, anyways. anyways, so that's my that's my project car update. Cool. No, these are cool. These hinges, I like the click. Yeah, I know. So when neat. you do it, it's like snaps that glass nice, shut dude. against the, the uh, seal, door seal. Yeah. yeah, the window seal. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. No, you could totally fab up something, though. Well, yeah, my... I was thinking, how about just a... Uh, like a strap, like old school. Sure. Yeah, like right. Ballistic yeah. nylon with some good snaps. Or You're something? gonna reach back there and do that. I have to reach back there and do that anyway. It's pretty easy to just like boom, snap it. I mean, actually, like <laughs> yeah. boom, something. snap. Yeah, you could totally do something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like a belt almost, where you just yeah, like, go through a hoop yeah. and then like cinch it. And... Yeah, you could totally do it. All right, Brian is not. I'm it. super familiar with having to reach back there and mess with that thing. And it's well, like I mean, it just takes a, a little more. You have to go. Yeah, exactly. But... <laughs> I'm not buying that piece. Okay, you guys can sell that piece. That's fine. That would be what gonna... would do. Thank you, Lane. I'm gonna get the other one. <laughs> um, It'd be all leather with like cool stitching. Or yeah, exactly. I can see it. Screw you guys. So my project updates are uh, the 914 has the seats back in it, which is nice. So they're dude, sitting. Please just keep that car. No, dude. Why? Like, no, I don't. Because he's already fixing everything. I'm only he's fixing to sell that. It. I'm not fixing everything. So the seats are securely in, and the seat, the path, the driver's seat slides back and forth, and everything now. No, that's good. So that's nice. And I will I, say just real quick. Yeah. A car that you can't adjust the driver's seat is yeah. almost unsellable. Very true. We have an E46 BMW my boss bought for $500. And the electric seat went And out. the electric seat does not work. Yeah. It's... How do you test... How does anyone buy the I mean, car it's, drive it's, it? it's drivable. I can get it and drive, but it's yeah. way too close to the steering wheel for what I'd want. Yeah. So then what do you do? Yeah. How do you... It's like... You it's have an, to fix that. It's an E46 M3? No, no, no. It's a, just E46. What is it? 330? Uh, 328 mm-hmm. sedan. Okay. Early one? Yeah. Yeah. Automatic? Yeah. It's almost unsellable, anyways. I know. <laughs> I, I told him not to buy it. <laughs> it's a bad choice. Are, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I got that going. I put the, the, I painted the front and rear bumpers black, like texture paint. Okay. And so that's over. What was it before? It was yellow. Oh, okay. And so with black did they just caps. Did they paint the yellow just over chrome, or how how did that um, work? They might have been yeah. They might have been body color from the factory. Oh, okay. On the early cars like that, uh, but it just looked a, it was a little too much yellow. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Definitely want to get rid so of that. So I painted yeah. those. Painted the front. Uh, the front has like a air down piece. I just sprayed that. Mm-hmm. Put a little bondo on it. Like pounded out some dents. It still has some dents and stuff. Uh, yeah. So the bumpers also have that uh, shitty uh, rubber top piece they too do. right the they always one, mess up the front one's perfect nice it's a uh, it's, that's like a 300 dollars value probably uh, or 350 yeah it's from 914rubber.com i think that's what it's called so it's a aftermarket piece which the problem with the original ones is the they have screw holes and they're metal reinforced 
and they have screws going through or bolts that you that you put nuts on the bottom to so people tighten it too much and, and no so the them? the original ones aren't stainless and they rust which is mm. why they get all like they uh, get all wrinkled looking yeah. because they rust from the inside the right. metal reinforcement uh so these have stainless bolts and stainless reinforcement so mm-hmm. you know supposedly last. the last uh the rear one's a little deteriorated but anyways i got that it needs uh fog light grills it doesn't have fog lights but you can get the blank grills although they are nla and if you can't find them they're like a couple hundred bucks each damn like stuff for the 914 is really expensive now really it used to be where they were just a cheap car and parts are really cheap now parts are crazy expensive there is people making some aftermarket rubber and like this guy, but all that stuff's really expensive too. So yeah, so that's makes, interesting because you were super into the scene, nine fourteen scene. Yeah, what, I mean, what was that like ten, fifteen years ago? Uh, yeah, fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah, it makes a really nice one, original, nice nine fourteen, pretty. It awesome. makes them worth a lot too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I I bought. I'm just gonna put some mesh in those holes. I mean, it's all I can do. You know. Uh, Put some good wire wire mesh. Just just to, maybe like something that would go on the side of a house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like a little better, like a what good, a good quality mesh. Okay. I mean, when Warren put it on his GTI, it lasted a very long so time. So I, yeah. I I ordered some from McMaster Car, which is always a fun site to shop Fucking on. Expensive. It is expensive though. God damn. Yeah. So that's I was all excited to build my little modification for my E30. Yeah. Which I'm not going to discuss now, but um, you can talk to me later. And it was fucking fifty bucks bank, for dude. a blank piece of this material. Huh. Tell me what it is later. We'll yeah. talk about it, dude. At Blaine Fab, we had the McMaster Car catalog, Ooh, the so physical bad. one. Yeah. Huge. Like I don't even know how you get that. Yeah, like, I, I tried like to a, get it. It's like a giant it, old phone book. How yeah. do you even look through that thing? <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah. Just flipping the plop that thing down on the mm-hmm. table, flip yep. through it. So that's nine fourteen, yeah. So nine fourteen, that's about it. Um, I haven't even driven it with the seat all put in and everything. Mm-hmm. We just kind of got it wrapped up yesterday, and we're actually we're still in the process of kind of getting it wrapped up. Yeah. And then the nine forty four, I picked up the nine forty four this morning from uh, Tim. At Fast so Lane. you took it to Tim. How long yep. was it there? It was there exactly a week, I think. Oh, that's, not that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So what was the verdict? Head Never, it was head gasket. Number four cylinder. Okay. Uh, head gasket. Uh, number four cylinder had water in it. Number, okay. You know, water was getting in it. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw that the plug was wet okay. and stuff. So, uh, so he did the head gasket for me and he said it's running all good. And anything else do that while you're at it? No, everything seems good. Seals, belts. Uh, he did whatever he did. I don't know. The belts were all replaced <laughs> a year ago or less, eight months ago. Oh, okay. And okay. the water pump was done eight months ago. Oh, gotcha. It's all like 3,000 miles and eight months ago. So okay, okay. It's all pretty fresh. He did whatever he did. and uh, I didn't even get a receipt from him. Um, <laughs> I paid cash, so I got a little, uh, uh, little nice. deal. And... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I picked it up today. It was so fun, dude, driving that thing. I love it. Dude, like, you know that Art just, like, part of him died when he heard you say you didn't get a receipt? Well, it's one of those <laughs> things, too. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll just get one from you if I ever sell it, you know, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Because it would be nice to yeah, show that you got a guess when you produce it. Yeah. Um, well, so, you should write it down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But, maybe, uh, maybe put it on the uh, in the car, like on the fender inside the engine bay or something. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Because that's the you all of a sudden years go by and you're like, when did I do that? Did yeah, you, yeah. I, don't know. I know. I should write it down. Um, did hey, he? Yeah, just make your own receipt and put it in the glove box. Yeah. Did he machine the head? Did he do anything like that? I or? don't know what he did. Okay. He work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he did it himself. Like he he did it. Like he usually has uh, Mario do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he did it himself. He said he was you know deep in it in nine forty four head gasket job. Yep. Uh. But yeah, it was so fun. Like I got in it and you know pulled away. It, it drives really well, and uh, like that car is just—it's a really—it's really tight. It doesn't have a lot of creaks and rattles or anything, and it's uh, the steering's really nice, despite what regular car reviews says. Uh, it revs really freely. I, I don't know. It just feels really good. Yeah. You know, it's a—it's an agricultural engine. It's not like the. It's not like one of the, it's not like a VTAC where it wants to rev super high, but, uh, has nice torque and nice power. It's fairly smooth, kind of eat, like, kind of inline six ish in its smoothness. I would yeah. Say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I was super, super amped on it. Like, missed that. Cause missed it's been it a long lot. time, right? Missed it a lot. Like, yeah, I haven't driven it. Like, I haven't driven it besides, like, to his shop. And that was not driving well and smelling like cool one. Yeah. But, uh, since like Canepa Cars and Coffee like two or three months ago. Wow. So it's been a while. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So got that back. And then I've been working on this bumper you see next to you. Yep. It's uh, nice, dude. So I filled all the holes, sanded it down, mm-hmm. sanded the top layer of paint all off. Um, kind of long, dude. Getting ready to prime it. Yeah. Do some filler primer coats and then do some final sanding and get that thing on and then bring it off, get it painted, get the front end painted. Awesome. Yeah. So basically get it rally ready. A pillar forward. Yeah. Cool, man. For a little while you were thinking about doing the whole I thing. I was, right? but now I'm kind of like, whatever, I'll just paint. Like it's such a driver. It's like, I just want to get it what's wrong fixed and kind of yeah. you might uh you, the should, car get has some nice, you like, should get a quote for a full yeah and just see the know. car has some nice patina going on you know oh okay i know what you're saying well i don't know i'm just saying it's like it, it's not like a garage queen yeah i'm smoking what you're packing yeah you know it could could be i mean i, I think you're right get a quote see what the difference yeah. is see. We'll see i mean it does it does expand you know like it, that that is uh twice the work you got to prep all the other stuff i, I like guess to, you just drop it off but. i like to just bring cars in and say do what you do with them yeah yeah i know you do um and i get it back and i'm all disappointed I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna pick that shit apart when you see it yeah exactly. just because you've done paint yourself I'm like fuck now i gotta color sand the whole thing yeah they didn't put enough clear coat on it that's it true runs like whatever so okay um i gotta say lane i'm impressed with how you handle this 944 like uh it's just such a drastic difference. If I blow a head gasket, I let a car sit in the forest for like <laughs> fucking two years. Yeah. If you blow a head gasket, you just like take it in and pay someone to do it. It's that, like yes. so different from my that, mentality. That like, works. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm super envious. Like that's a good way to do it. Yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. And then uh coastal range rally coming up. Got a lot of, uh, dude, I'm just amped for it. <laughs> I want to get this car ready. You know? I know. I know it. 
Um, Super amp. I was it's shopping rad. for tires like, recently. Oh, you were? Yeah. Cool. What are you What are you looking at? You, you were talking about there was yeah. There, uh, it's really really weak. limited. Fourteen, 14 inches, like dude. It's like a dying. So you gotta go. You gotta go fifteen, maybe, huh? If Fal- I could find a do some Falcon Azenas. Yeah, makes fourteen. That's basically oh, the choice. That's the get choice. the same exact tire from seventy one GTV that was at the uh, yeah. It's and that's what show. you had on your E forty six, right? Or E thirty six. Yeah. Well. Uh yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah Falcon. Makes I mean, mine were seventeens. It's but he, you know they, they make they make these fourteens with the sixty series. I'm just gonna perfectly. lose the 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 meaty look. I don't know. They're gone. actually if you look at the pictures compared that to what we I posted, have. Oh, so yeah, because you have oversized yeah. tires right now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I have two twenty fives. Two twenty five sixty. Yeah, and you'd go with two oh five sixty. One ninety five. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a. One ninety five sixty. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, so you're, you're yeah. losing a lot of sidewall. Dude, yeah, and a lot of width. And right, we yeah. get back to the we get Can back you, to these questions. They don't make that a two hundred five. I don't think they do. That's yeah. It's I mean, fourteen inches. Uh, fourteen inch choices are really shitty. Yeah. It's it's passenger truck tire, like mm-hmm. uh, little truck tires, like my Mighty Max, and like all seasons, all seasons, and then straight race tires. They make some slicks, autocross style stuff, yeah, like the Toyo Proxies, I think. Uh huh. Dude, so I mean. What about 15s? So if I find a... I mean, we've talked about this before. If I can find a 15-inch basket weave in a 4x100, I would definitely consider it. You you are only open to basket weaves. Or similar styles. Is 4x100, is that what Volkswagen is, or no? Yeah, but the offset's different. The offset's different. Dude, if I got an E30, it's on my list, like E30 convertible. I look at that every once in a while. I would do the... Spec E30 suspension, and then I would get the replica mini lights in 15s. I think they look awesome. I on think the they E30s. look wrong for that year. They look too old. I uh, did. I don't old know. Old wheel doesn't look. Right I, for I, that I, I I'm sensitive to that point of view, but yeah. I think it looks. I think it looks great. I kind of agree with Warren. I think you have to go basket weaves or Something. Alpinas. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or a super nice Renault of the era, yeah. or something in that. Yeah, in that uh, ballpark, but uh, wheels are so hard for me. I, you're pretty picky. I'm very, very picky, and it has to be. It has to meet so many criteria, and then it'll get down to a point where I'm like, "Those are pretty good. I guess those are good." And I'm like, "No, I, I want what came on the car, like a basket weave." You know? Well, one ninety five will be good. It's just a matter. Yeah. Of- then I was thinking, why not just go with what I've, just go with the radial TAs again? Maybe no, not white letters out, but they're actually more expensive. They're 110 bucks a piece versus 76. What are those rate? Are those an all season or what yeah. are they? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a hard compromise. I think you'd be so stoked like driving a really good tire on that car. Yeah, it would Maybe. be. A, it I would think, be a I think huge it'll be night day. difference. You're probably huge. right. I think you'll be blown away. But I just think I'll be disappointed every time I look at it. Be like, but oh, you'll hey. be really impressed when you drive on the rally, I think. Okay. There's no bigger backer of the white letters out deal than me, but I think I think the right choice here is well, a good the, tire. It's not only are they cheaper, they're they're more available. Like everything was pointing to the Falcons. Yeah. I was just like that's what we should do. Yeah. So that's probably I'm, what I'm gonna. I'm do. probably gonna be in 
searching for new tires as well because I flat spotted all my tires when I hit that deer. That's right. So they're a little thumpy at speed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm kind of... What size are the 15s? They are 15. Okay. No, 16s. 16s? Yeah. 225, okay. 50, 16. Okay. So pretty common tire. Uh, yeah. You're in a whole other world. Like yeah. you, you're open your options so it's not it's not as open as you would think like these well, days like 19s are where it's at like but uh, yeah i definitely have a lot of sporty you know i can get like michelin super sports aren't offered in that size michelin doesn't make a 14 inch tire i mean that's that's where i'm at yeah i was actually i think they do well, there's no. I was I was looking very closely for that uh, for the Mercedes. I would definitely invest in nice Michelin pilots if they made them. But oh, they definitely don't make pilots. No, 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 no. They make some shitty like all season maybe. Exactly, exactly. In one seventy five harmonies, one seventy five width yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or I think fourteen like one eighty five is a common width. Yeah, and I think it's sixty five series. That's that. true. I might. I didn't never. But those aren't low. sporty either. No. They're all like they're all like geometros and yeah. uh, you know. Shitty car, dude. Yeah, the you're in a weird uh, wheel house. <laughs> I mean, the the four by one hundred in a BMW offset fifteen is 14. super oh, yeah. hard 15. to find. He's 15, 14. I, oh, well, I, I know, a, but I if he's looking for wheel. a fifteen, oh yeah, yeah. like the wheels five are... lug all day long, all day every day. There's so many Millions. BMW five lugs. Rad ones too. Oh, and they cross over for all the different generations. Yeah, and yeah, all like five by one twenty. I know, I know. And then, but people, then, but then the the four by one hundred. It's all the older shit. Yeah. It's the two thousand twos, the three uh, twenties, uh, yeah. and the e thirties. And the e thirties like didn't have great stock wheels. They didn't have you didn't have fifteen inch wheels for but any even, of those. Even fifteen, your tire choices are really limited. Yeah, it doesn't help a lot, but no. Okay, so uh, yeah, you're right. But, but I went yeah. on, so I went on to the E30 forum, and there's a whole section for tire and wheel talk. And then I look at it, and it dates back to fucking a thousand years ago. <laughs> and there's six thousand and nine pages of tire and wheel talk. Yeah, from like 1999, right? When it was totally different. When, and yeah. they're they're saying, "Oh, get these tires, which don't exist anymore." And yeah. then someone goes on and like, "Oh, 14 inches dead, man. You got to go to 15 inch." And then there's a whole other tangent on that. And then there's people converting it to the Z3 uh, five lug, and you know, it's I hate it. Would you give me do, a straight answer. Would you do steel wheels? Yeah. Sure. You might be able to find a uh, steel wheel. You could go full stance life. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not fi- doing 15, that. 15 by 7 yeah. steel wheel. The offset would work? Well, like some of these companies, they make whatever offset you want almost. And oh, so I've oh, seen see. them on... They'll, they'll make them work for Miatas. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking myself, and it wasn't like straight like order from the website for an E30 but yeah. I, I think that they are I, I feel like I've seen pictures with people who do that I'm open and that's to like anything. that's like I mean they're heavy compared to alloys and that's uh, the real they're thing like 90, is, 90 bucks a piece yeah probably. even bottle caps are way lighter than most steel wheels and the basket wheels are even lighter you know the life wheel kind of take that for granted yeah so Anyways, that's enough about wheel and tire talk. Um, should we answer some questions? I think we had some carryovers from Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Hey, let me bring up the Marty thing. Yeah. Marty, we were talking about it as a Cobra. I mentioned uh, last week that I wanted to mention one more thing about it. I just, uh, lately I've been thinking about this detail where, so he bought a van again. I think he bought a van again, like new or something. Yeah. Right? Synchro. Yeah. Synchro new. And, uh, he, doesn't he still have it? He wants to sell it. But he does still have it. And he's been using it for summer trips and winter trips, oh, like dude, going to they, Tahoe, they drive going to Mammoth, skiing, yeah. everywhere, yes, right? Yes, Family trips. And this type of vehicle is, it trips me out. It's super interesting. Like, in this case, you could buy a van again brand new, spend your entire life with it, having an awesome time. It's a super unique vehicle. And then now, it's worth a crazy amount of money. Uh, One owner car... Like, what other cars could you do that with recently where it's like, you know, yeah. I don't what know. I mean, like buying, I, a, buying a Vanagon brand I, new seems like it was a great idea in hindsight. True. Uh, especially if you somehow didn't drive it a ton and it was stayed in a really original condition. The, f- I mean, one thing I could say, he is a import truck mechanic. Mm-hmm. And one of his reasons for selling it is he says the pain he has to work on, and he's like kind of tired of it, of he's, working he's, on it. And he's stuff. older too. I mean, yeah. he's not looking for weekend projects. He wants something to yeah. get in and drive. Although he dailies a factory five Cobra. Yes, but he doesn't drive it far. He he rallies a factory five Cobra on the weekends. And mornings and stuff, but he he lives very close to work. Um, he lives very close. You mean next door to his? I, work? He yeah. tells never no one to tell anybody that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's his sworn secret because oh. people will knock on his door. I thought that was pretty known. <laughs> no, maybe it is. Um, the problem with the Vanagon is that the only thing that's worth a lot of money are the, the nice low ones. miles, low yeah. miles, the full campers, the three lockers, really nice synchros. Um, his is pretty worn out. Like it's going to need pretty much everything to be valuable again. Um, so he's, you're looking at like a $6,000 van again. No, That's, don't you think it's more? It's synchro. I know. But is there any, I've never. Yeah. I sold one for five. Really? Yeah. I mean, it just all the condition condition, you know, but his isn't like have major body damage and stuff. Does it? It's just used. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll bet that's more with more than six. Okay. Maybe 10. Yeah. But not like, holy shit, you have so, a holy grail. So how cars. much... I was actually trying to look this up this evening, and I couldn't find it. How much did those things sell for brand new? I wonder. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Couldn't Probably like 28000 or something. Twenty eight. That would have yeah. been really expensive back then. Yeah. That would have been expensive. I mean... That would have been... What year? Well, they made them... 89 or like what? Uh, if you pick like an 87 or yeah, an 89 87. or something. Water-cooled. So... Yeah, post-84. Dude, I have no idea. I don't either. That's a weird little area that I feel like I know the early 80s better than I do What, that. what did the 944 sell for now? Uh, in 84-ish, they were like 22 grand. 20, 20 to 22. The first year, 83, 84. Yeah. I wonder what an E30 was. They were really expensive. expensive. So BMWs used to be way more expensive than, than they, they are, are now. today or more so like... 10 years ago. Right. They, like a five series in 86 was like a 30 something thousand dollar car. It's crazy. Which is crazy money. And a 944 at 22, I mean, that was a lot of money in 83. Yeah. And then at the end of production, you know, a 968 was 
a $45,000 car or something. Yeah. In 95. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the Boxster was actually cheaper when it came out in 97 than the 968 was. Cause they were like 39,995 or something, you know, something like that. Uh, starting. Yeah. But. I'll have to look into it. I, I think yeah, I, I don't know what the van. I mean, I bet a Vanagon Synchro is not cheap. No, I want to say it was like over twenty five thousand. Kind of I can see that special car. Yeah, they know. didn't sell many of them. They were. Yep. I bet you there's a lot of special ordering going on because yeah. they have three different lockers you can get. Uh, that was always the thing. Those three were option knobs. packages, or it was, was it? it was like an option? You can get one to have all wheel drive. You can have one that locks uh, just the front. Or just the rear, and mm-hmm. then you have a lot, one that does all three of those, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have the three vacuum-controlled um, differential lockers. Yeah, I was actually I was just reading a uh, comparison between the new Sprinter four by four and the Vanagon Synchro, and it said that that was I mean the Sprinter is obviously like way better in everything, but it said that was the one thing that the, the Synchro diffs. had was it had yeah. locking diffs, and then the uh, the Sprinter is like just electric. Whatever, like it's they're not well, they're full lockers. Crazy uh, departure angles too for a Vanagon. You know, very mm-hmm. short overhang. Mm-hmm. We had a Sprinter come in uh, to the shop, eighty thousand miles, a really nice one. It was actually a, a Winnebago. Was it Winnebago or Westphalia conversion? Mm-hmm. So super nice. You mm-hmm. know, it had all the trick interior stuff, really well done. Um, eighty thousand miles. Mm-hmm. It needs a transmission, <laughs> a turbo. Um, oh God! What else? Something else pretty major, like another, like a wheel bearing or something. And I'm like, oh man, like what is the deal to my boss, who's you know factory Mercedes trained and and knows those sprinters pretty well? Like, what is the deal? Eighty thousand miles. What's up with that? He goes, those are the biggest piles of shit. Really? Everyone that works in Mercedes, maybe Pat's listening and can confirm this. Yeah, they fucking suck. No way. So that's a Mercedes engine. Yeah. Like just a European diesel. Yeah. Uh, the later ones use a V6. Dude, I think it's the same V6. That you, the, it might be the same as like the eco diesel that's in the new Jeeps. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, it's a, it's a, a Vittori. Yeah, VM Motori 3 liter. I don't, I'm, I'm, it probably isn't, but I think it was a V. It I is mean, a, it's the same setup and it's the same I mean, parent Chrysler company. Merce- it was, yeah. it used to be. Yeah. It's not the same parent company anymore, but yeah. Oh, right. And yeah. then the biggest problem I lose is track. that there's not a lot of information on repairs. Parts are really hard to come by. I had to order oh, an really? oil filter for a 2010 today, and I had to look around for it. You know, shit like that is so annoying. Mm. That's really surprising. I would yeah. not guess that because you see them everywhere. I, know. And they're new, I see them you know? high mileage, too. And I'm like, yeah. how did those survive? Yeah. I remember someone was looking for – someone was talking about they bought one from the East Coast because – Detroit uses them as like uh, municipal vehicles, mm-hmm. like city vehicles. I've seen them as FedEx vehicles. Yeah, and people buy them out of like Detroit and stuff because I guess they're all wheel drive. No, yeah, they're, they're only, only brand only new now. ones. Are. Yeah, only yeah. Now. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know, but they use them over there. So people would buy them there and bring them to California because they're really wanted here as like adventure mobiles, yeah. yeah, van life things. But they're like you can get them there for way cheaper. Which means like twenty grand for one with rust. So stupid. They do rust too. 
Yeah. It was pretty, I've seen a few of them pretty rusty. Um, I've had to talk Kevin off the ledge like 10 different times because he wants a sprinter so bad. He just, oh, I, I do too. Like, I, I haven't really talked about it seriously, but I mean, same with JT when he was shopping for a truck and he keeps sending me ads for sprinters. And I'm like, this is not, well, you're, dude, you're going you just, from the van again. You just to, want the big box, you know? And I know. I mean, I know. You, that Mercedes name has some cash that goes I with it. There's a level well built. There's a level there. Of, and well, dude, it's all there. The diesel motor. Like that's what you want. That's what you want. So, but do it's, you though? Right. It's this. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean. That's yeah. You definitely do. Why? I don't know. Do you? Is it? Is it real? I bet it. I bet it's really slow. It's, and you no, know, they get up and go. Oh, I drove a new one, and it was very impressive um, for how big of a vehicle uh-huh. it is. But uh, it probably feels like driving a big vehicle. It's well, huge. yeah, they're huge. Massive. I yeah. I do know that they also support a lot of weight. Um, the rear. Uh, axles and suspension and stuff can, that's why they're always converted to these massive Winnebago things and they can do it really well. So something to be said for that. I forget what I was watching or reading or maybe it was someone wrote in or something, but they were talking about how they wanted one and then they actually went and drove one and they're like, whoa, this is like driving a fucking school bus. Yeah. Like yeah they're like, uh, I don't want this anymore. Like I, I'd always dreamt of this. Yeah. And then they drove it and they're like, uh, never well, mind. I think for our, when we were looking at Vanigan's, uh, my wife and I and wanting to buy something for this exact reason, like adventure mobile, you know, camping and stuff. I was looking at the short wheelbase early sprinter, like yeah. the smallest one you could buy. And the prices were so outrageous. I mean, yeah. 20, like you said, 20 grand for one with like crazy high miles and maybe some poor modifications. Some and questionable you know? And there's always yeah. dents because people run into totally like signs. And all with that them gray plastics just totally faded. It's and, all white. Yeah. yeah. And just falling apart. Um, interiors are pretty, you know, industrial. Basically. Probably rattly as hell. And then, right? yeah. And then you look at a Vanagon. For fifteen twenty grand, you get like the, the so, nicest oh, yeah, yeah. one ever. I mean, we bought ours for six, and it's really nice. It's you know? yeah. really nice. And yeah, then it's grand. in vintage car territory where it's like yeah. desirable, and, and it's been super well maintained. We went on a long road trip through super hot desert and had no problems. And uh, that it was really slow and everything. Very slow. Yeah, but uh, I mean, well, there there just aren't many options, you know. You're right. I mean, and I think like, people get hung you, up if on if you're comparing it to a full size Chevy van, yeah. or a Ford van, Econoline. It's yeah. like easy to see how the Sprinter is appealing. But you but, can get a diesel in a Econoline. You know, there's dude, really rare. Out there. I know, really hard to find. You can get, and, but I mean, drive. sure, you can get that. But you then know? look at the interior of an Econoline, like. That's a shitty interior. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm going to say this, though. Sprinter is not much better. Not much better, right? Yeah. It's it's not. I it, think it's it more is a little bit better. It has that adventure mobile mystique about it. Yeah. And well, it's not. A it's a good configuration. Stuff. You sit up high. You have a good view but and everything. you do in a normal van. But I'm talking no, to a guy that runs the quote-unquote Sprinter shop at a large dealership in Silicon Valley. Dude, he's this is great info. And yeah. he's saying that Mercedes-Benz does not release technical information for the vehicles to be fixed. That's he has to send special requests to uh, Atlanta or wherever their office is or yeah. Germany and wait for information to come back to what? fix the cars. No way. Yeah. And it, when I go on to our resources, which has like service schedules and repair information, there's hardly anything there. They're just not the same as a regular Mercedes. So this how, is great insider information. Like, I've never like, heard that. How about the new like Dodges and stuff? Those are pretty cool. And like that's the how same about thing, the new right? Nissan. Uh, the, the Titan based thing, Titan based thing, or yeah, how about the, the front end, yeah. transits or transit well, NVs. connects? Yeah, 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 yeah. NVs. So 
those are cool. They're they're small, you know, and they're really new. So but that's like based oh, on the a Connects Nissan are small. Sentra. The Connects the, are small, but, but the, the real Transit is yeah, big. The, oh yeah, yeah. But those big. are brand new right and now. And the, the Envy's big, and it's been out for three or four years. Yep, big and ugly. That thing is so ugly. I mean, yeah, but yeah. but I think those are all options. I do. I kind of like the idea of basing it on a reliable platform platform yeah. that has shares and shit with everything else and, yeah. yeah like those nvs the nissans it's a titan underneath that and yeah. maybe they're not a tundra but you can get a to the trains are still good it's just right. they're not they haven't like gone through all the the fix like they're not as nice as a tundra right but, but they're still really a looking good, for nice yeah, still a good, good configuration yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was in a Transit Connect the other day, you know, the small one, yeah. mm-hmm. which is still pretty good size inside and everything. Uh, I was in a cab in Vegas. No, oh, nice. Total rattle traps, though. Oh, really? I mean, the thing They're was super cheap, right? rattling like crazy, and you're looking at all the materials, you're like, all right, this is a totally utilitarian work van slash truck and i think whatever. the new transits are the same level yeah they're, they're or kind you of mean flimsy. the new uh the, the big big transit oh yeah, the, yeah. The well, i think all those things are I yeah think the the dodges are as well and the mercedes and a diesel transit is like 50 grand yeah that new mercedes is cool the smaller van the metris the metris i'd like to know more about those yeah, yeah i want to see the interior i wonder if it's been a little upscaled or if it's still i think it's I'll still it's a little upscale so we, we were talking about that a couple episodes ago the they start at twenty five mm. for the the box truck you know mm-hmm, the total mm-hmm. box one yeah we were like, saying like thirty or something like yeah. twenty five is pretty good for a new yeah I'll bet you easily jump up to like thirty five which makes me also think they're really utilitarian interior and just hard plastics and rattle can you get a uh, DJ booth in one uh yeah you definitely can I've seen how about them. a I've uh, seen them live scuba Oh, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> is Seema. it the answer for a cake maker? Seema Stell is a cake maker. It's always cakes. People are always making cakes out of those adventure vans. Um, is it time for questions, Warren? You know, Elaine, let's answer let's some, questions. some questions. Vandalay Industries asks, am I the only one that drifts their shopping cart around corners and, and brain-dead patrons of big, big box stores? Dude. Bonus question. Is Costco on a Sunday the most miserable form of human interaction possible? Okay, I always drift my shopping cart. Yeah, I love that you bring always. that up. How often are you riding the cart? Oh, a lot. A lot. And a using lot. your foot to brake, uh, uh, to turn on, with the on wheel? On the wheel? Yeah. Yes. I haven't done that important. very often. I'm, I'm usually like slow motion, like to get the lines right. Uh, get, you got to push and then you can uh, steer with braking one wheel. It's pretty and, hard to control. And you get the weight in it and you really have to like whip that rear yes. end. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then my, uh, my favorite, there's uh, one uh, shopping area around here that um, you can, the, the wheels swivel really nicely. So you can actually spin, or no, no, it's Costco with the big, with the full size <laughs> cart. Yeah, the cart. You can spin it, do a 360 and catch it and keep going. Oh. So you find like a slightly Home Depot empty has nice ones because the, 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 on the big ones, they oh, teeter. Because the middle, yeah, it's they like teeter bigger, on the middle. Yeah. So yeah. you can do the full one. It's like a mid engine car. Yeah. <laughs> they rotate on center like a top. And then Costco is pretty miserable because people just randomly stop in the uh. middle and they're like, uh, do we need that? Do we need you know? Everyone is just standing around. Yeah, and then I think the DMV is pretty close though. I was gonna say that as well. And yeah. I, my advice to anyone is uh, miserable form just of human interaction. Try to uh, do a DMV visit without pulling out your cell phone. Mm. Possible? <laughs> Why I would did you it. ever do that? I did it. So last, my, last really? time, yeah. My advice. I was there for like forty-five minutes. 
my advice is sign up for AAA. Yes. For 50 bucks a year. That's right. And you just go to, and go to AAA booth. and do everything. You can do almost and everything. There's almost, you can do almost everything there. And there's yeah. like one or two people online at max. And there's maybe one or two people. And they are annoying. There are no, people asking a million questions, but it's totally and fine. And you can How, park so right relaxed. in front. You yeah. can park right in front. And you walk in and they are working for you because you are a customer of theirs. DMV is like Russia- just like yeah. you know, communists like you. You know, we are the only ones. Like you yeah. have to. You you yeah. walk up like you're Dude, walking up to a teacher not, trying to ask for a better grade. It's the or great. Something. It's the great equalizer though because everybody has to go to the DMV at yeah. some point. At some point or another. I mean, AAA can get away with a lot, but if you need to like take a photo for your ID, of course, you have to go to the DMV. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Dude, but how nice is it walking into a AAA? Like they are so well. Nice. I've never put had together. AAA. Dude, you got to get. It's worth it, yeah. man. <laughs> Brian, you got to. No, it's so it's fifty bucks for the how minimum. Three maps. You would love that. Yeah, I, yeah, I have taken advantage of that. Um, but how, you're not even a member. You know, I have my ways. Wow, yeah, he's a sneaky bastard. Wow. Um, how does a private company get away with doing stuff for a government agency? Like, why couldn't we open our own like DMV DWA? You maybe could. And you could, like, drift in for your driving test, and we'll (laughs) ding. (laughs) You know? Only analog cars here. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, you can't drive a stick. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Need More Cars says, what 70s or 80s car would you like to see a 2.3 EcoBoost swapped into? They are an easy 400 horsepower. I'm thinking Mustang. SVO, which is rad. Capri, the European rear wheel drive one from the 70s, or Mustang 2. First of all, never Mustang 2. I don't know. No, I'm kind of liking this two. idea. How about a 944? Oh. EcoBoost 944. I like the Capri. I love the Capri. That's, I mean, cool I do too. Escort. But, How about yeah. a BMW E30? 2.3, same Fuck. size as an M3. 400 horsepower and an E30. That just sounds a Ford insane. powered. Um, BMW. How about a Pinto? I, I like that. Uh, do you really no. want your Pinto Stealth? to be fast? Like, yeah, you were going to put all that time and money into a Pinto? I've seen autocross Pintos. They're I, pretty they, sweet. They, yeah, sure. I just want my Pinto to have plaid interior and be sweet like that one we saw for cheap. I know. Like, I don't need it to be anything more than that. Okay. Fair enough. It's a good question, though. But I, I a like Fox body with Stang would be cool. Like, any Fox body. Yeah. Just, 400 horsepower out of a 2.3. Yeah. Crazy. I like it. But he's saying you can get 400, so you probably, you probably want, want to tune it down a little bit. You probably want to get, like, uh, what, they have, like, 270 stock and a Focus ST or something, so you probably 350. Okay. How about a... Oh, never mind. I'm not going to be able to I need to stop playing with this. Uh, I just pinched my hand. It's really broken now. Um... What'd you do? Oh, Lane was playing with are, the lash. Are there any cool 80s Ford wagons that are rear-wheel drive? Escort like wagon. small? No. Yeah. Uh, rear-wheel oh, drive. Escort. Rear-wheel drive. Uh, so you need rear-wheel drive. Um, they made a... F- uh, it's based on a Fox body. Oh. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? The, uh, Not the Fairlane, but the... It is a Fairlane, right? Is it? The 80s, though? I think so. It was the little... Yeah, it's like a... Oh, Fairmont. Fairmont. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Ford Fairmont. There you go. It's a Fox that, body. That's one of those where you can put a 5 liter in it. Yeah. Or it mm-hmm. might even have come with a 5 I've liter. I've seen a Optima Challenge Fairmont. Okay. There you oh. go. There you go. We, we came to it. Um, Sean P. Grimes says, if you had to spec only one car for your rally, what would it be? Stock only. 
no mods. Budget limit in today's market, 50K, new or old. Oh, 50K, that's so much money. New or old, but Jeez. wait, if you have to spec only one car. Mark, yeah, one, mark so, one Ford Escort. So you have to pick one car for our rally for, for driving while awesome. But it has to be a stock car. Yeah. Okay. No mods. Got it. Dude, that's so much money. I, I know, right? So, yeah, that, that uh, opens every door. Um, uh, 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 I mean, you could do any alpha. You could do... Uh, <sighs> A, ni- a 911. Yeah. Like, like a, I mean, an 80s Carrera would be an awesome car for that, you know, for 50 grand. Remember the best Carrera ever made? Hmm. Mm-hmm. By, by a 9.64. By a really nice NSX. By a really nice NSX. Stuff like that. Um, that's a tough question. So what are you guys going to buy? What do you, what do you think, Brian? I already said Mark 1 Ford Escort. Oh, that was a pretty good question. Pretty good answer. You're smarter than you look. You know that? I try. How I about, try to look really stupid. How about Batmobile recreation? No. I guess that doesn't exist, huh? Oh, it's not, that's not going to work. So stock. Damn it. All right. <laughs> uh, rally. Um, oh, shit. I totally, for, I, I totally forgot about the stock part of it. Yeah. A stock Ford Escort. Yeah. Mark 1 that. is actually not so good. I'm going to go with a really, really nice Euro M6. 85. Mm, not the best for the rally. I think it's too heavy. No, dude. It's fun. Dude, that stock part really actually fills a loop. I, I thought I had this question heavy. dialed. I have it. Okay. Audi UR Quattro. Hmm. Okay. 50000 bucks. Mm-hmm. You'd get a really nice one. Really? It's like five-cylinder turbo. Yeah. Short yeah. wheelbase. No, they're long Regular. Short wheelbase would be like a few hundred grand. I'm still sticking to my M6. I'm going with it. I think M5 would be better. Same thing. No, it's lighter, and I bet you it's not that much lighter. I mean, we're talking about like you know, if you ate a burrito or not. Uh, I think it's probably a couple different. Yeah, I could live with that. All right, I'm gonna say Lotus Elon. Oh, yeah, you're in there. Yeah, we'll give you a ride there. <laughs> uh, Fifty grand—that might not be enough. No, it is. No, it's is definitely it? enough. Yeah, people yeah. don't like those anymore since the Miata came out, huh? No, they're super cool. <laughs> no, they're 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 expensive. They're like forty grand, but you'd be in there. Yeah, yeah. you can definitely get in there. Um, and it's funny we didn't go with anything new. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, of course not. I know, it's Who funny. are we? I don't know. Who are we? We're awesome. We're hipsters. We're automotive hipsters. NorCal Mike seventy three. Bilstein PSS tens for the nine nine six or something else or just leave it stock. I Probably go, never seeing track time. Yeah, I just go. I go PSS tens or find a good set of uh, used PSS nines or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, really yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna be eight, into it. Eighteen hundred bucks with labor, though. I mean, if unless you're doing it yourself, yeah, you're, he can do it himself. I mean, he works on cars. Yeah, but you can get them done too. I mean, I don't know. I think it's a nice option. You can probably buy a used set for. Thousand bucks, mm-hmm. a nice used set. PSS nines, which yeah. is essentially the same thing. They ride better than stock, and they have all the adjustability. Yeah, so that's, right. That's a nice drop. option. Yeah. I like it. You're saving money on the car up front, you know. Nine nine six. You're choosing the cheap choice. Yeah, and if you and have to go so in, throw that suspension on, I like it. Yeah, and if you have, to, you kind of want to lower that car anyways. Yeah. So if you want to go in and just do springs, you know, 
it's a, it's a few hundred bucks and all the labor, so might as well like step it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you could do like the Mo thirty springs, but just finding those is going to be. Or you can do iBox, or we're, like yeah. we did iBox on our Targa, mm-hmm. but just the labor to do it, it's yeah. like. Mu- it's while you're in there, might as well spend that extra grand or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a lot of labor. Do it right, you know. Okay, I like that answer. Um, D monkeyed says, "What's the car you most regret not buying?" I'll answer. Uh, two come to mind recently. I mean, I've I've had a lot throughout the years that I'm always kind of kicking myself, but uh, two recently. One was a white with gray cladding. Um, R129 Mercedes-Benz SL manual that was available in Modesto for six grand. Uh, it was a little rough, uh, which is kind of a far drive to go. And R129, yeah, manual, it was a six-cylinder six manual. Um, and they're they're very rare. And this is a pretty affordable car in the right colors. And I'm not going to say local. But it's not like it's in Arizona. It was, what year was it? Like a 90 or It's like a 91. Yeah, 91, 92. Um, so that's one that I should have just gone and bought and just been done with it. And the other is uh, perfect. One owner, 85 and a half Celica GTS in Fresno for four grand in like a kind of nice light or not light, like a silvery blue. Was it a Sun Chaser? I wish. No, I can only dream. Um, it had everything going for it. Uh, pop-up headlights, flares, the slatted rear hatch, mm. stock, Manual. everything. Perfectly it was 4K? Stock. 4K. That's a cool car. Yep. That would be a, such a cool car. That would be a great rally car. The wide alloys. Yeah. yeah. It was in Fresno, again, a three-hour drive. So not exactly something you can just go do, but... I, kinda can. I'm kicking myself for not doing it. So there you go. Nice dry climate. Yep. No, that's good. I don't know if you ever sent that one to us. I was probably just going crazy about it for like 24 hours, and then I just said no. I know how that feels. I want you to buy. Actually, that'd be cool if you had one of those. I, yeah, I kinda but I kind of want you to have an R129. I know I do too. Even though everyone, I, I need to hear it's more now. more Mercedes uh, like mechanic takes, but everyone says do not buy that early really? 129. Yeah. So, no. I like the early ones so much better. Me too. And with you, I can't, yeah, no, no. Because they got like bland in the later years. They tried to look stylish. DM, they, yeah, they just, they they softened it. Glossed over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Softened it. Yeah, I'm with you. So for me, it was uh, first car choice. Uh, My grandma gave me 1500 bucks to get a car. I was looking at a 1964 Buick Skylark convertible for 900 bucks. Um, Jesus. It was dope. What it was a, a rad first, body style. What a first car. It had uh, cooling issues, and the top was not in great shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, interior also wasn't in great shape. Uh, but uh, my dad kind of threw a hint, like, maybe you should get something more reliable for your first car. Um, and so I passed on it. Uh, bought his pickup off of him, the uh, 86 and a half Nissan Hard Body Rally Edition. Ended up being a great, reliable car, manual transmission, whatever. But uh, I regret not getting that first one, that uh, that convertible. Okay. It would have been pretty... I, I probably would have learned a lot, you know. It probably wouldn't have been... Yeah. It wouldn't have been reliable. I would have had my share of problems, but... That would be pretty rad. I don't know if you were getting allowance or what, but fuel for that thing must would have been ridiculous. 
Back then, it was pretty cheap, though, right? I don't know. I don't think anybody yeah, was worried good, about gas mileage uh, back dollar, then. I think we the, were, the we number weren't. I remember was $1.13. And we weren't yeah, driving. always what gas was. You weren't driving anywhere. You were just in town. Yeah, it was just around So town. you basically just get change from your friends and buy gas. Yeah. And you were good. I mean, everyone was... A lot of people were driving these freaking gas guzzlers. Totally. Hot rods. Yeah. Uh, Lane. That's cool. Uh, I, It's funny. I thought about this for a long time. Like, I don't really have anything... Like, everything I could think of... I found a scenario where I would have, well, I would have sold it like before it did anything crazy, really. So it's not like I would have it now and it'd be worth a, you know, what it is today. Sure. I would have sold it two years after I bought it, right? Yeah. Every car I could think of. Like, uh, when I bought my 996, I think I was looking at, uh, mid year two point like Carreras. Mm -hmm. And those, the ones I was looking at, they were really cool. Like, cool colors like bright green and stuff and they were like 13 14 grand there was a yellow one and a green one i was looking at uh up in san francisco and you know now those are anywhere from like 30 60 to 130 grand uh so really expensive cars now and then there was and that's actually something i like could have bought at that time another one where I don't know. I maybe could have found a way, but when Harbor High, our old high school, they were, they started doing this like used car sales in the yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like every Saturday. And I went there and there was a 78 Porsche 930 in brown. <laughs> it was cherry, dude, like insane, like super low miles. I had like 60,000 original miles on it. It was perfect besides the rear spoiler. They're like, uh, I don't know if they're fiberglass on those or if they're just like a plastic resin kind of thing, composite. But the, the spoiler was oxidized. Everything else was like cherry on that car. And it was like 11.5 or something. Oh That's a lot God. of money back then, though. I mean, for but that, it wasn't for, for that car. Too. No, no, no. That but, was like a good yeah. Year. And I remember just being like, but as uh, someone at that age buying an eleven thousand yeah, dollar car yeah. was really expensive. so. It was like yearning for that kind of being like, oh shit, God, that'd have been so cool. And then obviously when we we're in high school and stuff, remember, I remember like six houses away from me was this rad light blue, like medium blue. Long Hood 911 with RSR flares on it, Recaros. It was like the most bitch in 911. And I'd always look at it and be like, oh, that thing's so insane. And they put it up for sale and it was like 9K. And being like, oh shit, you know, that's so awesome. Yep. But at that time, I had just bought like a $1,000 914. Yeah. So $9,000 was nine times the price yeah. of what I could afford. And it was a which, nice 914 too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So now if I could afford 20, that'd be nine times, nine times 20,000, you know, it'd yeah. be $180,000 car basically. It's kind of, so it's like not even anything. It wasn't within, it wasn't even no, close. No, no, with, You know, and back then, if I would have told you, you can have that. Long hood Porsche, yeah. or you can have your 914, a truck, uh, you know, oh, a yeah, 928, yeah. uh, like four other cars. Exactly, yeah. Or you can that put a down payment on a house. <laughs> or that one car. Yeah. All so, right. Uh, so I don't really have any regrets. I'd Jay, be curious to hear what demonkeyed. Uh, yeah, he that. sold that 912. I'm sure he's pissed about that. Oh yeah, demonkeyed uh, works at Sharkworks, so I'm yeah, sure damn. he has some some ideas about that. Uh, JD Jesse asks you guys seem properly equipped to answer this question weekend fun car kept mostly stock e36 m3 e30 325 is 
or 2002 square taillight? I love this question. It's so hard. They're all exactly the same value right now. Seven grand. Uh, Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty rough M3, but... That's a rough square taillight, too. E36 M3 for seven grand. There is, you know, it's not bad. Okay. There's plenty to choose from. I'll give you that. How much is he saying he wants to spend? He's not saying that. I think you're looking at ten grand across the board. You're looking at like sure, pretty good stuff. Yeah, ten grand gets you a really nice E30, and it gets you a pretty nice uh, ra- square. square tail light, like a I, decent one. It gets you a a good E36. I think when when I read this question, what sticks out to me is weekend fun car, yeah. not rally car, not track car, not you know mountain car. Yeah, two thousand two. Weekend fun. I know. I think I, I I agree. Yeah. I'm not a square taillight fan. I don't like the bumpers. You can but, put Euro bumpers on it. Yeah, you can. Um, but he's saying kept mostly stock. So Well, you can still put Euro bumpers on it. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, you can have V8 in it, too, but I'm just saying. No, that, but that's super That's mostly stock. I think that's, that's what he means. Stock. Yeah. yeah. No self-respecting he's car the, he's guy. He's the dude with the, the he has long a, bumpers. He has an MK. He has a Mark One uh, Caddy. Yes, he has that Volkswagen that truck, and yep. he doesn't he doesn't seem to keep stuff too stock. So and he changed his Instagram name too. What is wrong with the world? Yeah, I think, uh, dude, I think you're absolutely right with your assessment, Wham. Weekend fun car sense of occasion is going to go to the 2002. Yeah, it's going to put a smile on your face, right? Smiles yeah. per mile. We were talking about that. The here. E30. It's still. It feels. Uh, <laughs> It, it, you know, it feels too much like a normal car. Mm-hmm. Um, E36 M3 is like such a good performance car for that's the thing. This I mean, range. it does have that performance. I would buy to me, E30's, I'd get the M3. The, the year E30 is kind of the odd man out, it's kind of like that. It's a nice thing. middle road, though. It's I could, nice almost, road, I could yeah. almost choose the E30, but it would be more like if you had to go to if you had to drive it to work, too. Yeah. Well, I would say best investment is probably the E30. I think you're right. Right now, IS. Specifically a 325 IS. You think it's going to be a square tail like 2002? I do. 2002s are kind of where they're at. Yep. There's still room for the, the E30. Um, yeah, I think I think in 20 years the E30 is going to be like a really sought after car. I do too. Uh, I hope we're going to look question. back when we're podcasting. There, we're going to be like, dude, why were we not buying all of the E30s? Stop saying stuff like that. Well, it's already happening. Warren. But he's you can't stop it. We think 2002 collectively. Yes, he's looking for a fun yeah. sense of occasion car. That car definitely gives you the most sense of occasion. And Art always uses this word. He says tinker toy, but it is a car you could really tinker with and. And just you have fun, kind of fiddling with it. I mm-hmm. don't think you can, you can't do as much with an E36 yeah. without making yeah. it like a JDM looking piece of shit. Yep. And E30, you're a little limited as well. So, yeah. There you go. Agreed. A Gabardi 78 Lane. Are you using Euro driving lights for your 944 Euro bumper swap? Um. Yeah. Rough example says, have any of you ever put nitrous in a car? If so, how did that go over? Nope. 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 Sending it asks, what wheel size is that? I think he's referring to your steering wheel. Uh, That's a 13, right? Or 350 mil. 350, okay. He says he's looking at a Monte Carlo 320 mil. That's way too tiny. 
Way too what? Small. Small, yeah. Does the hub bring the wheel close enough to you with no dish? Uh, so I have a two-inch hub extender. Okay. Which brings it way, like, nice distance to me. That's a big deal on... 944 is you kind of, they're an awkward seating position. Because it's a flat wheel. It's a, it will, yeah, it's a, even the stock one and the, the stock wheel, the, because it's not an adjustable column, it sits really close to your knees. So yeah, putting the smaller legs. wheel is nice and then bringing it out brings it up higher even. So it makes it really nice. So yeah, 350 mil prototypo with a two inch hub extender is perfect. Bantz 911 SC says yes. Yes. Nice. I don't know what that means. Uh, Ryan James Upham or James Upham. Okay. Okay. <laughs> James Upham. So he, this is. I think this is the guy that has the uh, the E thirty six race car and then also the Ford Falcon NASCAR style. Oh uh, yeah, that's the rad one. So cool. Uh, he says, am I too late? Piss. You guys should ditch the coast and let's plan a mid-country road rally <laughs> crushing the beautiful flat roads of Nebraska. <laughs> but seriously, uh, you if you guys ever venture, uh, you guys ever venture to their area's car scenes to see what's up. Uh, is he talking about Nebraska? Yeah, we've never done the Nebraska. Car I would scene. love to. I'm down for. I want to go to a tractor pull really bad. I've never been to one. Oh, I've been to one. Oh, lucky That's, bastard. Uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Whoa, uh, they do get pretty country out there. Yeah, they have tractor pulls, dude. <laughs> College yeah. tractor pulls. I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, I want to see more circle track racing, sprint cars. Yeah, uh, that'd be fun. All that stuff, dude. I'll bet there's some awesome rally material out there. Flat. It's fine. Just sit out in the dirt. Freaking Space. wailing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wailing. Dirt don't hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, we're down. We'll come is, out. Is that where Ryan is? Nebraska? I don't know. Um, the uh, Nationals for Autocross SCCA is held in Nebraska. Mm. That's right. Stevie Jeezy does a trip on a regular basis. And Hunter. Yeah. is That's an interesting place for it. It's middle of the country. Centrally located. Everybody comes together yeah. in the middle. Mm-hmm. They got yeah, plenty they of a parking lot. Massive area. Uh, area they a lot do. Of room. Yeah. A lot of room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Ackerman. I'm really starting to Jones for a badass long travel Baja bug. Uh, Brian's is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm liking this comment already. Have any of you ever owned one? Am I better of air-cooled VW or perhaps the Subaru 2.0 turbo version? Is a good high quality Baja build a potential toy that may grow in value as good ones disappear? Hmm. Cheers. That's an interesting thought. I think I none of us have ever owned one. No. I've owned an air cooled Carmen Ghia. Have anybody have, I've been around has, bugs quite a bit. Um yeah. I've only owned nine fourteens, which are air cooled. Yeah. Uh but I I think I, a man like an original Manx is obviously oh, worth yeah. a lot. Well but yeah, that's not a Baja uh-huh. bug. I think a period you know, seventies uh build yeah. that was still in good shape and had some cool graphics. You get the, you get the snorkel on the top yeah, and like and a then cool, the like, cool stripes. White yeah. and blue stripes or something yeah. on it or but I it's think interesting those are cool. Do you like rule cars and coffee too? That's true. 
I you can put awesome car, dude. Yeah. You can put uh, street tires or big old BFG radials, whatever you got, totally. TAs, totally on one of those, and they yeah. handle awesome. Yeah. I talked to some guy who had it. It was like a street setup Baja bug, and I was like, dude, it, what's the deal? And he oh, said, yeah, it is so much fun. He would commute over seventeen with it. That's right. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. And yeah. I think going the Subaru turbo version is kind of overkill. In yeah, my I opinion. wouldn't do that. Just uh, you lose the the VW ness of it. The I don't know the noises and stuff. It's the trick gone. is probably the Type Four motor, you know, from the nine fourteen and all that. Just get a built one of those. There you go. Um, I will say this: so uh, every once in a while we'll do a desert camping trip, and um, <laughs> we were hammered out in the deserts. This crew rolls up. They had uh, an off road thing and a Baja bug, and they were full long travel and everything. And they roll up, and we jump in the cars, and they give us this like crazy ass joyride through the desert. It was hauling like ass. super scary. Yeah, hauling ass, like going over jumps. There were these old dudes who like, you know, like super questionable whether they actually had skills. <laughs> yeah. And, and they were hammered. Trusting your life. Just- yeah. Um, but, uh, I was not impressed actually. Oh. It was like this full long travel and it just felt like super rough. And it, it, I, I thought that, you know, looking at one of those, um, like it'd be all soft and mushy yeah, super and... soft, like set up just for it. And I'm sure they're the devil's in the details. Like there's a million ways to yeah, set yeah. it up and setting one up right is probably going to take a lot more money. But, uh, but in this particular one, it was just like, it was tall, but it was stiff. And so it was like, I don't know they you know, it was a super cramped cabin. So you're just banging against the sides and stuff and i mean those do with very simple mods those guys will go to baja and yeah. complete it you know yeah so yeah. they they're definitely robust capable yeah parts capable. everywhere yeah so do we think that it could go up i think yeah. it has to be a period thing which is not long travel Oh, okay. Like if you that's, start doing the, the relocating the shock mount points right. like up high that's and everything right. like that's I, that's but I think if it's a good build it can go up regardless like if you have a a good chassis and a good build. I mean I don't know if there's only so many. It, yeah, you're going to put a lot of money yeah. into it. You know what I mean? Like you but might, it might break sustain. Even. It might yeah, sustain. Yeah, it might kind of hover there. Um and they will be getting harder to find. I just you don't know, think the chassis. the air-cooled fanaticism is bringing those up. That would be a rad thing to bring to Luftica Cult, or whatever you call it. <laughs> Luftica Cult. Luftica Cult. Luftica Cult, yeah. That would be a rad thing to roll up in. That would be very rad. There's plenty of I mean, they're making the They're making yeah. 911s into Baja Bugs now, so what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> right. NASA Spec E30 asks, who among you has wheel-to-wheel experience? Uh, when, where, and what kind of car? Brian and his Spec E30. NASA Spec E30. I did three seasons of arrive-and-drive go-kart racing. I wanted to fight a 12-year-old, and I finished third <laughs> in the season's points. I was also the heaviest person racing in that league. Don't they do weight balancing? Like They have three different carts, but they're not... It's not to exact weight. It's just... It favors the 12-year-old. Absolutely. Yeah. It Damn favors kids. the really nimble Asian man wow. or woman. Racist over here. No. I'm just, they had the track records. Uh, one was a girl, and she... I asked what she looked like because I, they always use fake names, you know, you, yeah, put whatever name you want, and he said, yeah, it was a little, uh, Asian girl, and she dominated. Crazy, yeah, it is so, kind of crazy because it's such an arm workout, right? I like, know. My first couple times you go, your forearms are dead to the world, um, and everyone's, you know, you laugh about it. It's like, oh, it's go kart, so little kids do yeah. that, right? No, it's no joke. Um, and then uh, we did. A couple races of lemons, so yeah. that's real deal out in the world, banging and rubbing. 
Yep. Um, and the rest of the stuff I've done is autocross. and That's the only wheel to wheel, huh? Yeah. And then Brian did Spec E30 for three years. That's yeah, right. Was, I think it was two years, actually. Right. So I was, like, building the car, doing the HPDE, mm-hmm. and then two full seasons of... And we'd love to do racing. more, but it's kind of expensive and time-consuming. This this guy's got a pretty good little uh, name here. NASA Spec E30. He doesn't have a single picture of an E30 on his <laughs> on his site. Maybe he's just, he just wants to get into it. Fo- followed by our could, buddy at Kreider Racing. He's thinking ahead. Kreider wants to be on the podcast again, by the way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, is it that time? It's trivia time, everybody. Trivia time. Trivia time. Uh, what time is it? Trivia time. What's that from? I don't know. Oh, it's from It's Always Sunny. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we kind of mentioned this on the Thursday edition that it's Thanksgiving for those foreign listeners. You're not impressed, but uh, it's kind of my favorite holiday because yeah? there's no bullshit. It's hang uh, out with family and eat. I like Christmas. You don't have to buy presents. You don't have to decorate anything, really. You don't have to wear a costume. You don't have to do any bullshit. Mm. Yeah. There's no shitty commercials for Thanksgiving. It's just like go and have a good meal and hang out. There's still shitty commercials. Are there? Not like Christmas. No, sir. Nothing close to Christmas. But I like Christmas. <sighs> good land. Don't we know someone who's going to put out a Thanksgiving album? I thought that was a good mm, idea. I don't think so. Uh, maybe that's just uh, <laughs> maybe that's your bo- circle. boss's daughter. Yeah. Turkey and stuffing. And <laughs> yeah. Nobody's done it before. There's a huge untapped market <laughs> in our country boy band. <laughs> oh. First album, Thanksgiving album. <laughs> Man, that's going to be... The- Warlog Turkey. The Warren, Ma- <laughs> Warren Madsen and the Thanksgivers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lane doesn't like it. Uh, so I feel like it's necessary to honor... Our most Thanksgiving-related brand, Plymouth. Uh, Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Plymouth Plymouth's not a thing anymore? Huh? No, no, it's not. It's not lame. No. The greatest part about this is we—I've already done this last year, I think—and you won't remember a single thing. Voyager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just start naming stuff <laughs> nervously. Okay, in 1994, the neon replaced which? Three cars. The what? K cars or whatever. Good answer. Nope. Dodge not Aries. Name. No, but that's a good guess. Colt. Yes, that's one. Uh, Plymouth. I'm amazed you got one. So you're Dodge already Colt. Dodge Colt. Plymouth. Plymouth. No, no, it's they're all Plymouths. Oh, they are. Yeah. Plymouth Colt. Yeah, they made a Plymouth Colt okay. and a Dodge Colt. Plymouth. Aries. You already said Aries. I know, but now I said it under the Plymouth name. <laughs> Dude, that's how good the neon was. It came in and said, fuck you three. I'm I'm in. What a great it's name, my, by the way. It's my time. But they're all K. Those are all K cars, right? I don't know. No, I don't think the Colt was a K, K, uh, K car. Not the Japanese, like, key car. But <laughs> I know what you're saying. Okay. Like the Reliant. Yeah. The yeah. Old yeah, Reliant. Yeah, nope. Nope. Dude, I'm I'm stumped. <laughs> okay. I mean the fact you got cold, I'm impressed. The laser Okay. and the Sundance. <laughs> Finch had a Sundance in college. Oh yeah. He drove it from Wisconsin or had it shipped wow, out. That's scary. Classic. Plymouth Sundance. Classic. I hope he Finch didn't have move. it shipped out. He did. Classic Finch. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Um in nineteen ninety five and into ninety six. The Plymouth brand was down to three 
cars. 95, 96. Okay, so, so Voyager. Voyager. Plymouth uh, Voyager. And Prowler. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> That's 97, Lane. No, you're Plymouth's. <laughs> Dude, Lane's oh. much better at this than And I it am. wasn't actually... Uh, yeah, anyways, go on. Yeah. Okay, uh, PT Cruiser, was that a Plymouth ever? No, was... uh, that, that's later. Uh, I don't know, 97? 90... Yeah. Or 96? 95, 96. They, they, were, they were down to three models. Talk about it's the most... It's got to be a car. The most depressing... Okay, sh- so it was the Plymouth Colt. No. No? It was discontinued in 94. Oh, so it was... The, <laughs> you okay. son of a bitch. So, it, so it's a neon. neon. Thank neon. you. Neon, neon. neon Voyager. The Voyager. Yep. And one other car... Which I, I guarantee... It's not a pickup truck. <laughs> no. Plymouth never made a pickup truck. Or not in that era. They did uh, make one back in the day. We've By already way, named a small car. There's got to be a big car. Plymouth Valiant. <laughs> no. <laughs> you won't get it. If okay. you do, I'd be a shock. Okay, go. The Acclaim. Whoa, oh, I've never heard no of that. Way. I mean, yeah. What it, is it? It's the most shitty Econobox thing. Wow. Yeah. Plymouth Acclaim. By the way... Maybe if you went back in time, imagine like a Midwest Plymouth dealer with yeah. three cars. Yeah, I can picture the Acclaim. It. Like yeah, but neon. What? 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 Ones com- gold, what were the other companies? It's not just a Plymouth dealership, right? I know. Well, you'd have it would be Chrysler, a Dodge, Chrysler, be, Plymouth, yeah. Plymouth Dodge. But Pl- yeah. Plymouth is rolling out three models. The Acclaim. That's, and the Voyager is by far their biggest seller. So uh, synonymous be, with uh, like that's like calling your. Car the applause. <laughs> That's not a bad name. <laughs> yeah. And they all had like wood cladding and like yes. in that era even when it was not. Are those cool going to be collectibles ever? No. Oh, I bet a really nice, one. <laughs> really nice one. Bring a trailer. Uh, Dude, I bet it would actually if it yeah. had like three thousand miles on it. It was like in a bubble. Due to previous conversations on this very podcast, uh, I was looking up Ford Fairmonts. Pretty analog-looking car. Yeah, I know what they look like. They make yeah, a wagon. I know the, yeah, I know. The car. wagon is... This one's super clean. Only yeah. 2000 bucks. Yeah, 1982. Cool. Um, look at that front end. Yeah, look, I can do smog. Um, Plymouth smog. Breeze. That was, Plymouth Breeze. That was late in the day. Late in the game for Plymouth. Uh, Never heard of that. Plymouth oh, Breeze like shared a... with Dodge what? Shadow. Nope. <laughs> you stupid bastard. <laughs> <laughs> It shares with a Dodge and a Chrysler product. Okay. Plymouth Breeze. Shoot, I know the Breeze. I remember the I've logo. I've never seen I'll that give logo. you a hint. I'll give you a hint. There's an SNL skit where Will Ferrell... Oh, It's Intrep... No, not Intrepid. It's... Uh, I drive. I drive. I drive. <laughs> Dude, Lane was so excited. He almost spilled every beer on the table. Dude, it's... I drive... You need to respect me. I drive... I drive... A Dodge Stratus. Oh, Stratus. <laughs> what a rental car. And the Chrysler version... Talk about a rare one. No None of these cars survived either, which is so weird. Chrysler Cirrus. Whoa. Oh, I remember that. Right? Yeah, weird. I remember these that are name. All, these are all cars like if if our podcast was based in Ohio, let's say. We would know this We would shit know all of this. Because our mom and our grandma had these cars. and Aunt Trudy drove a like, Cirrus. I don't think people understand that are listening to this in other parts of our country. We did not get these cars. <laughs> well, we did, but they weren't popular. But... Yeah, okay. We, I mean, v- obviously VW, we were able to buy them, but uh, no one Volvo, bought them. Toyota BMW, everywhere. Toyota. Um, okay. This last, so the last neon, uh, the last Plymouth car was a neon 
That was June 28, 2001. So it's been 15 years since Plymouth was around. Wow. It's sad. Sad, right? And by the way, you're making three of the same cars, you dumbass company. You deserve to (laughs) fucking go away. Like, why? I mean, yeah. Last bit of Plymouth uh, or Dodge Chrysler kind of trivia. The PT Cruiser was designed by a guy named Brian Nesbitt. Oh, that's a familiar name. He yeah, also, it's your name, dude. No, your name's I'm Brian. saying Nesbitt. Um, <laughs> he did something good, I think, at some point in his career. Well, not so far. Uh, he also designed, he went then to Chevy, GM. He uh-huh. designed the Chevy HHR. HHR, yeah. This is the same fucking car. What a fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. basically stole his own design, made a shittier version or same Like, you're version. like, the PT Cruiser is awesome. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm going to make the same thing for They're like, we need to steal this guy from, from Dodge. <laughs> exactly. Man. He's making good. Look at that. Who's thing. doing this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> his inspiration for car being a car designer was cross-country trips with his mom in their AMC Gremlin. <laughs> that makes sense. It all oh, comes together. That makes sense. Wow. That guy I'm should like, never... That guy should be murdered. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I would not, not take it You see the far, pictures? Man. Someone sent us a picture on Instagram. They uh, DM'd it to us, and it was a sticker of PT Cruiser, and it had a bumper sticker that said, Cool PT Cruiser. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> said nobody. <laughs> that is a good one. Um, so he was... Traumatized as a child in a gremlin <laughs> and went on, it out on the rest of the world. to design the PT Cruiser and the Chevy HHR. Just getting back at everyone. And then his other design was the 7th Gen Malibu because everyone remembers that. <laughs> Is that the one that they kept making for like a couple years no, after no, it's, it's be, the, to make into it's the, the rental next spec? one? It's the next one. Uh, okay. It's actually like the more modern looking one, but uh-huh. it's still so boring. I mean, yeah, it's beyond, just no design. Right. Beyond boring, yeah. but that's Brian Nesbitt. It's like a kid trivia. drawing car. I, I feel ashamed that, that I robot. recognized his name. <laughs> yeah. That's too it, bad. It's how, probably how spelled, his, name? his name's probably spelled B-R-Y-A-N, I'm guessing? No, it's B-R-I. Oh, damn. Nesbitt. And he went to uh, Pasadena. Oh, whoa. <laughs> you know, like, he, yeah. he had the, the, the tools. Yeah, And yeah. he chose to hewn a... Yeah, yeah. Well, Chip Foose doesn't always make the coolest looking wheels. Chip so. Foose designed the PT... Uh, the the uh, prowler yeah, he made some and he makes all oh yeah he did you know, really yeah and he made all those that's why he's all into making aftermarket prowlers like always oh, pushing them right he had that really cool mitsubishi motored hot rod yellow i can't remember the name of it oh yeah in the remember 90s that? yeah pretty cool all right that's a podcast i don't know what more i can do i feel like we learned a lot i do too yeah, we like traveled that. down a road Plymouth and trivia. That that made me really sad. Right out not of not sad about Plymouth leaving <laughs> our <gone>. world. <laughs> I know you make three of the same cars for your company. You're an asshole, and your lineup is that poor. Three cars, and, Plymouth. And what did they ever make good? I mean, the <laughs> ever <laughs> what did they ever make good? Their old school, their muscle cars and stuff were awesome. Yeah, but uh, Barracuda Runner. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, Roadrunner. Bring back the Plymouth Roadrunner. You have to bring back Plymouth first. <laughs> well, yeah. That's the first step. Yeah. It's a small step, but uh, <laughs> someone's got to do it. All right. Well, that was good. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll right. see you next time. Yep. Rate and review the podcast, iTunes. Second oh. Saturday of the month, Coffeeville. Oh, yeah. That's coming up.
I'm yep. going to drive the 944, people. Ooh. And it's gonna, the sign-ups are going to be over pretty soon for That's uh, true too. the yeah. rally. There's still a rally. December, December 12th? There's still yeah, a few 12, spots 12. left. Please sign up if you're interested. Um, don't wait. Don't hesitate. Yeah. He who hesitates masturbates. So I thought it was levitates. <laughs> okay, levitates. No. But, yeah, sign-ups due December 12th. Cool story. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> All right. I, I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> See ya. Later. I was thinking, how about just a... Uh, like a strap, like old school. Yeah, like right. Ballistic dude. nylon with some good snaps. Or You're something? gonna reach back there and do that. I have to reach back there and do that anyway. It's pretty easy to just like boom, snap it. I mean, actually, like, like yeah. boom, snap. Yeah, you could totally do something like that.